welcome to the Speaking Out podcast. My name is Justin Paparaki. I am the digital media manager here at Gulf Shore Life magazine. Uh, today we are with Mr. Charles Chapman, the city manager of Naples, Florida. And first off, thank you for uh, joining me today. I appreciate it. We're down here in the uh, uh, city hall. Um, it's actually my first time down here, so it's been uh, interesting kind of actually walk into the building uh, here. Um, so first off, like you just said, we've been here one month. What's... Um, uh, I guess kind of let's take a step back a little bit. What um, what was it about the job that appealed to you? What what made you want to come down to, to Naples? You were in Hendry County before. Um, uh, what 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 made you want to make the move? Well, first, thank you, Justin, for the opportunity to have this uh, conversation with you to answer your question. Um, well, what 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 would not draw me to Naples? <laughs> to be honest, uh, the legacy of quality city management, the support of city council, the forward thinking of the council uh, to uh, take the early founding fathers ad adopted plan execution and to have the quality of staff uh, that city of Naples has at its uh, at its disposal is just an opportunity that was too good for me to pass up hmm. I thoroughly enjoyed my time in Hendry don't get me wrong I have a great experiences with their county commission out there and they've got a wonderful staff as well uh, but at this point in my life it was an opportunity where uh, Mr. Moss who uh, the uh, former city manager is a titan in the field he's retiring and mm -hmm. uh, a chance to kind of step into his shoes and uh, craft the next 20 years of my career was just too good for me to pass up so mm -hmm. uh, Naples wooed me for many years mm -hmm. in terms of me watching from afar and uh, me having relationships with other city managers that have been in Naples, like Dr. Bob Lee and uh, a few other individuals that have been very close to uh, city management. Roger Rinke, who's the assistant city manager, were very helpful in me making my decision to throw my hat in the ring. And eventually mm -hmm. I was uh, lucky enough to get the job. Hmm. So. What, are your, what are your first impressions here so far? Uh, incredibly well-run city. The department heads do a fantastic job of executing the day-to-day -day service delivery to our external clients, and uh, the city council is very supportive of making policy and not just uh, delving into individual issues, but trying to make the right decision for the right reason, and not for just the immediate future, but what is this going to look like 15, 20, 25 years from now? So city council's vision uh, is impressive, and the department head's ability to execute on that vision has been uh, impressive as well. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of briefly for folks who may not know kind of how city government works. I mean, how do you sort of view your role um, or a city manager's role? How is that sort of, um, how is that executed here? So candidly, in my interview, I was asked a similar question about, mm -hmm. uh, you know, if the city were a make and model of a car and uh, you had to describe what that make and model would be and, and what would your role, Mr. Chapman, be as, as part of that car's uh, infrastructure. I'll just reference it kind of like this, is that the city council really is the spark plug of the engine. They're the ones that are getting the input data. They are the elected representatives of the citizens and of voting citizens of the city of Naples. Uh, with that input, they, they really charge the engine up to do what they would love it to do, which is run efficiently, operate in a manner, and go in a direction uh, that the uh, citizens would like them to see. Mm -hmm. My role as city manager is in between the service delivery and the spark plugs in the engine. I'm more okay. like the drive chain. I'm okay. the one oh, that's getting technical. To, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm those spinning axles yeah. that have to push the, the momentum forward for the mm -hmm. policies and the projects that city council had deemed worthy mm -hmm. and have approved. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm that person that is pushing uh, 
the agenda forward as council approves it. And the mm -hmm. department heads are the ones that are executing that uh, those projects and those plans. Mm -hmm. I see. Excellent. Um, for um, once again, for folks who may not be familiar, we're going into this issue um, with our with our readers. People come and go a lot. Um, they spend you know half the year down here, spend the other half up north somewhere. Um, sort of looking ahead, this will be published in March, by the way. But looking ahead to the the season and this upcoming year, what are going to be some of the big uh, kind of issues or um, uh, big things that are going to be kind of coming up here in the in the in front of the city of Naples? Uh, there's common denominators every single season, and that's mm -hmm. traffic and parking. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. Making sure that we have appropriate flows through our intersections and then mm -hmm. places for people to park. Mm -hmm. uh, we've made some efficiencies within our uh, electronic beach parking meters that mm -hmm. have helped uh, to regulate the accessibility in and out. So folks mm -hmm. are getting text alerts now on their smart devices. Uh, that'll hmm. no, let them know when their metered parking is about to run out, maybe a 15-minute uh, notification so that if they want to pay by credit card at the module, they can do that, or hmm. they can just renew their uh, their meter at that right there on their smartphone. Mm -hmm. uh, there's other things that we're putting in place in terms of our cameras at every single inter intersection that are integrated with smart technology to our lights, our stoplights, that we can manage the flow of the intersections better, and that's on all city stoplights mm -hmm. uh, from, okay. from stem to stern. Mm -hmm. Now that's relatively new. We've not had it long enough for me to give some really sexy metrics for <laughs> you to tell you how it's yeah. working out, yeah. and really season has only just started. So okay. we're hoping maybe at the end of this, if we can have an opportunity, I'd love to round back with you and say oh, yeah. what worked what didn't work how did this season compare to last season in terms oh, cool. of traffic yeah. incidents and mm -hmm. is the software working um, mm -hmm. it, it was worth the investment and council had the vision of well if we can monitor the intersections a little bit better maybe we can keep the congestion from being so bad mm -hmm. uh, coincidentally is we're seeing the highest per capita grossing revenue week I believe that we've had in maybe five or six years at the beach oh, wow. parking huh. uh, I think there was a consistent uh, consistent running number for about seven years that the highest grossing week was about $45,000 in revenue mm -hmm. from beach parking. Wow. Uh, I think two weeks ago it tipped at $67,000. Oh, you're kidding me. So it wow. went up uh, significantly. Huh. So Now those are very umbrella numbers and yeah. I'm sure I, I've reserved the right to revise that, but I'm in ballpark. <laughs> yes. I'm in between first and second yeah. or within the 90 feet. So yeah. um, it's it's impressive to see how we deploy technology mm -hmm. to be able to solve an issue and mm -hmm. then the public responds to that convenience with more demand. Mm -hmm. So it's it's going to be a constant evolution here to find what is the right sizing. Mm -hmm. Working with development to make sure that parking is available and that we are being sensitive to tra traffic flows is going to mm -hmm. be a preeminent issue for the city long term. Mm -hmm. The second thing is water quality. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we're coming off of a very... Um, tough season with red tide yeah uh, along with that red tide being a naturally occurring phenomenon that happens mm -hmm. biologically offshore and then comes inshore mm -hmm. then you have arguably the man-made problem of the green toxic algae issue mm -hmm. and you combine those two things and it becomes a very serious uh, water debate for city council mm -hmm. so taking on projects like replacing the six outfall pipes for our stormwater system that would extend them further out into the gulf and put more filtration in uh, is an incredible forward-thinking and aggressive posture by the city of Naples that's going to mm -hmm. cost about $10.6 million okay. over time. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but it's worth it because mm -hmm. if, if once we lose our environment, we lose our draw. Mm -hmm. So we've got to be able to put those protections in place now uh, aggressively to mm -hmm. say, you know, we're not going to be hypocritical about this debate. We're mm -hmm. going to take care of our own backyard first, and then we're going to work to help other people 
to be able to mend and, and tend to their deficiencies within their stormwater systems as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the Rosemary Heights project that my predecessor and Bob Middleton out at uh, Utilities, Bill Moss being my predecessor as city manager took on, mm-hmm. that's taking a life of its own. Uh, it's on its way for septic tank to sewer mm-hmm. conversions, which mm-hmm. is incredibly expensive, but mm-hmm. it's needed for water quality. Mm-hmm. And I believe at the next workshop on January 14th, we'll be talking about accelerating the full conversion of all septic tanks to sewer um, within the city of Naples uh, utility service area, which Mm -hmm. is going to be a significant lift. I mean, you're talking well over a thousand septic tanks that they're going to take offline Mm -hmm. that are currently in Mm -hmm. the ecosystem. So Mm -hmm. council has been very aggressive and very supportive of these issues. Mm -hmm. Uh, They understand the expense, but they also know it's the environment of Naples, the environment of Florida Mm -hmm. that makes Naples so special. And we're Mm -hmm. going to do everything we can aggressively to protect it. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of the things, um, working with other entities to get that everyone on the same page and everyone together because I mean, Naples and people still don't know where Naples begins and ends technically in Collier County. So it's working with the County, working with regional, uh, planning, commissions, that sort of thing. Uh, What are those relationships like? What needs to be kind of uh, built there to have those sort of plans in place? Well, right off the bat, the relationship with Collier County is very strong. In Mm -hmm. fact, they're partnering on the Rosemary Heights uh, project, Mm -hmm. and we are already seeing large amounts of support being thrown behind the Rosemary Heights septic to sewer conversion by the state of Florida through South Florida Water Management, mm-hmm. as well as through our local delegation. Uh, mm-hmm. Both uh, Representative Rommel and Senator Pasadomo have uh, been very supportive of this project. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are thankful for their leadership as we move mm-hmm. forward into the uh, state legislative session that will be coming up in the next few months. And uh, we're looking forward to working with uh, Governor-elect DeSantis as he's looking to push forward his water quality agenda that he made very, very clear last summer and through the campaign trail. So mm-hmm. we're we're looking at a very unique opportunity to execute on policy and promises at the same time <laughs> to be able to get money released and maybe regulations uh, or permitting freed up so that we can move these projects at a faster pace so that we can get the solution in the ground and not be bogged down by uh, bureaucratic red tapes, mm-hmm. which I know is kind of rich coming from a bureaucrat. It's, uh, it's important to us to see these projects completed in an expeditious fashion. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, sort of back to yourself a little bit here. I mean, what, what made you want to get into kind of uh, city management, uh, public service um, in, in these types of roles? Uh, well, the tipping point came when I was 27. I was working in Gadsden County, Florida, uh, for a very progressive uh, county manager there named Marlon Brown. He's actually the deputy city manager in Sarasota now. Hmm. He had given me my start out of graduate school and I needed a job at the time. Actually, my background was in uh, corporate resort management. So I was looking more towards Hilton's or uh, you know, Sandals Resorts yeah. or those types of things. And the economy in 2005 to 2007 was so bad mm-hmm. that nobody was hiring in that arena. So Gadsden needed a Parks and Recreation Director, and I was in the business of making places and helping people program resort-like activities. Mm-hmm. So I took a risk and said, well, why not? I'll try it. I'm 25 mm-hmm. and I need a job. Yeah. Uh, Marlon really invested in me and gave me opportunities to get involved with professional networking and took risks and gave me assignments and said, here, let's see what your capacity is. And I fell in love with the general administration point uh, from those assignments. and. Uh, got a couple of key promotions along the way and 
started getting the bug for how policy is made. I know it's not for everybody. You start talking yeah. to people, uh, you know, do you know how a law or how a bill mm-hmm. gets passed? And they immediately go to a 1988 after school special uh, <laughs> yeah. on ABC. But <laughs> for us, uh, for my family, it was just a fit. Um, mm. it, it afforded me the ability to make a difference. It mm. afforded me the ability to provide services that mean something to people. Mm-hmm. Uh, they may not know it means something, but you skip their trash pickup, and all of a sudden, it's very important to them. <laughs> yes, <yeah>. um, <laughs> and then to do things like providing parks and recreation services, where mm-hmm. you can really impact the development of a kid's life by having mm-hmm. good quality coaches and volunteers surrounding them and mm-hmm. teaching them life skills, not just an athletic sport. Mm-hmm. Those things are what make me happy. Uh, mm-hmm. Creating a place, cr- making sure that people are getting quality services, and uh, eventually growing the impact from an environmental standpoint, uh, meaning that we're, we are growing. We are uh, a metropolitan area, mm-hmm. but we're doing it with smart growth and sustainable principles that will mm-hmm. ensure that what we're doing today will not cause harm into the future. Mm-hmm. But it will be something that my kids will be proud of when they come back long after I'm gone and say, you know what, my dad was a part of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's really cool. That's a cool feeling just to have that influence on a an area like that, you know, sort of, um, your, your predecessor it sort of left, left you with big shoes to fill. What was that kind of, you know, sort of knowing him, stepping into that role, what was that like? Did you come in with sort of high expectations for yourself, or how do you sort of approach that uh, uh, situation? Well, anytime, I like to take a back, step back on your question mm-hmm. and just kind of say, anytime you have uh, a corporation, let's take it from a private side or a mm-hmm. business side, when you have the transition between one chief executive to another chief executive, it's kind of hard to compare the two chief executives because yeah. they're they're very different. Mm-hmm. Well, you take that example and you apply it to governments, taking mm-hmm. one city manager and another city manager, mm-hmm. which are the chief executive officers of their companies, it's hard to compare. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bill Moss, in his own right, his own style, his mm-hmm. own personality, did wonders with the city of Naples over his 11-year tenure. Mm-hmm. Uh, his past experiences in Marco, some of the political fights that he went through there that ultimately ended up in success, prepared him very well to coming into Naples and doing the numerous achievements that he was able to accomplish over his tenure. Mm-hmm. So for me to say I've stepped into his shoes and I'm trying to emulate him is yeah. really not an accurate statement. It's more, I may be wearing his loafers, but mm-hmm. eventually I'm going to break them into my own feet and mm-hmm. and take the city in a new direction and try to do my best not to take anything away from Mr. Moss, but to build upon that legacy. And, mm-hmm. and I think he feels the same way. And I know uh, Dr. Bobley, who was the city manager before uh, Bill, mm-hmm. felt kind of the same way when Bill came in. So kind of standing on each other's shoulders, you know, with our own unique footprints, if mm-hmm. you will, to elevate the administration of, of the city overall. Mm-hmm. Uh, my style is one where I believe in collaborative management. You have incredibly proficient department heads mm-hmm. and you have gifted staff at every level. We're hiring some of the best and brightest entry-level employees that I've seen, mm-hmm. which is a rare thing uh, within the Southwest Florida area. Usually we're starving for good talent, but mm-hmm. the individuals I've met to date in my 30 days on the job have been very impressive, incredibly articulate, uh, creative individuals that have the spirit of what Naples expects from their public government in mind. So mm-hmm. my my hope is to leverage that human capital mm-hmm. and take Naples from being a, a great city to the best city, uh, kind of like a shift from being a really good mom and pop coffee shop to mm-hmm. being a Starbucks type rec- mm-hmm. rec- uh, regarded brand, if you yeah. will, of how 
we deliver services and become that city that people want to benchmark against. Mm-hmm. Oh, do you remember the first time you ever came to Naples? I do, I do actually. It was about uh, five years ago uh, when I was looking at the Hendry County job and we had come down to visit my in-laws who were fishing in 10,000 Islands. And oh, so cool. we drove through uh, Naples and ate on Fifth Avenue and I just mm-hmm. kept reminding, you know, the, the image I remember is sitting just outside this little cafe on Fifth Avenue and saying, you know what, it must be really great being the city manager of Naples. Just <laughs> look at this downtown area, look at all the assets they have. Uh, look at, you know, their staff must be incredible. I mean, look at the, the cleanliness of the streets, and it's just, it's automatic. It's almost, I would equate some of my Fifth Avenue experiences, and even my, my experience now living in Park Shore, to waking up at a Disney resort and walking outside, and things are just done. You didn't see it happen. It's just magically of the night. The public admin, the governmental fairies came through. And poof. <laughs> you know, my streets yeah. are clean. My landscaping is beautiful. Hmm. My lights work. Everything's just fantastic and so Mm -hmm. that's my earliest memories of how do you make that happen and now that I'm on this side of the fence and and seeing how the proverbial sausage is made Mm -hmm. it really really echoes how special the city staff is and Mm -hmm. how uh, driven they are to achieve excellence at everything that they do. Mm -hmm. Now the whole sort of process of sort of getting hired here there was you know, publicity here or coverage here. If someone else was offered the job, they turned it down. They came to you. Were you aware of all that sort of happening? And you oh, were yeah. thinking they, that they communicated yeah. with me at every step of the way. There was transparency at every single yeah. level. Were, um, were you thinking, oh, it's it's lost. Uh, maybe some well, other time. It, it's it's another one of those things where, if you're familiar with how CEOs are handled in the private sector, there's not really a whole lot of public process it, yeah. and it's okay the shareholders may get together and say we like this person and bam they're yeah. they're they're named and next thing you know you got a press release and oh yeah. yahoo's changing ceos yeah. okay that's great yeah with this process you go into it before you even fill out your application if you know what you're doing mm-hmm. and you're you've done your homework <laughs> that you're going to be at everyone's uh display they're going to see you at every point and you either have to expect and be comfortable with being in the fishbowl for the six to nine months of the process mm-hmm. or maybe you just shouldn't apply. Mm-hmm. Uh, so knowing that there was risk in it and decision making processes are very messy. Mm-hmm. Uh, was I a little disappointed that I wasn't the number one choice? I think that may be the heart of your question is, of course I was. I'm a competitive guy. Uh, you know, I'm an athlete. I, I was very competitive growing up so I'm going to be you know disappointed if I don't win but the interesting thing about Naples was that if I had to finish second behind anybody mm-hmm. it would have been Joyce Shannon because <laughs> she is a top-notch city manager and she has tenure on me but and she's somebody I look up to and someone that I benchmark myself against <laughs> so it was a compliment in a way to finish behind her and <laughs> we knew each other we've worked together through conferences for our oh, really? profession we sat on a panel together this last summer <laughs> so there was no kind of an aggravation between the two of us or any <laughs> kind of uh, hard feelings in fact uh, you know to Joyce's credit she sent me a congratulations card after I signed my contract so <laughs> she's a first class individual uh, with council they had tough choices mm-hmm. each one of the candidates that were in the top five that interviewed and went through the process were excellent choices they, they mm-hmm. really could not have gone wrong with anyone in that top five mm-hmm. it just came down to organizational fit and who did they think would do the best job mm-hmm. 
They chose Miss Shanahan. There was reasons why she could not um, come to terms. Mm -hmm. uh, to my benefit and my blessing, it mm -hmm. came to me, and uh, the mayor and I were able to reach terms, uh, and, mm -hmm. and it's just been a great thing ever since. Mm -hmm. You know, Naples being very different from Hendry County and other places you've been to before. I mean, was I guess uh, to say how, how do you sort of prepare yourself for that? Just the different environment. It's a much it's a city, not as rural, uh, more densely populated. Um, I guess how how do you um, as it, I guess, has any of that kind of surprised you at all? Is there any differences of just how the city operates or the, the, the culture or anything like that is in your first month here, how that uh, yeah. has sort of come about? Um, so the, the difference between rural and metropolitan, mm -hmm. um, when you get up to the, the level like county manager, city manager, or county administrator, mm -hmm. city administrator, those are all very interchangeable terms. Mm -hmm. The job is the job. You're, you're still working people. You're still balancing budgets. You're still overseeing departments. You're still building relationships and partnerships and advocating for your jurisdiction. The largest difference that I've noticed is instead of having 1,200 square miles of uh, Florida inland uh, eco-sensitive properties that are uh, fiscally constrained with 39,000 residents, now I have 25,000 to 35,000 residents, depending on the time of year you're taking the population, and 16 square miles. Uh, so the, the expectation and the speed of delivery are two things that have been a little surprising. Hmm. Um, now, not in a negative way, but in a very pleasant way because the staff has delivered every single time. Hmm. The, there's not a lot of wasted effort within hmm. the city that I've been able to see, at least on a day-to-day -day operational standpoint. Now, from hmm. a policy standpoint, there's probably some things we can do better. Hmm. Uh, in, in terms of what I had to do to prepare myself was, Hendry is getting to a point where they're able to start to cast a vision and to say, what do we want to be when we grow up? Mm -hmm. And if you would have asked me maybe six, seven years ago, did I know where Hendry County was? Mm -hmm. I would have said, no, <laughs> I had no idea. I thought there was yeah. Fort Myers and there was West Palm and I had no mm -hmm. idea what was on State Road 80 <laughs> yeah. in between, you know, yeah. all the cattle, citrus and sugar cane that, yeah. that exists there. Um, and they still are living in, in a rebuilding phase from the recession. The mm -hmm. Hurricane Irma did not do them any favors. Mm -hmm. uh, so, um, Ms. Davis, who's their county administrator now, uh, who I know very well and I know she'll do a fantastic job, is faced with dealing with immediate issues right in front of her face that the city of Naples has not necessarily had to deal with for probably decades. Mm -hmm. um, you know, to come into an organization where I had been this, I don't want to say knee-jerk reaction, but you had to be on point, on your toes for wherever that ground ball might go that day. Mm. Now you can kind of take a breath and say, what do we want Naples to look like the mm. next 25 mm -hmm. years? Uh, an embodiment of that is the city council's commitment to uh, assessing the vision from 2007. And I think there's some uh, charrettes going on tomorrow with the public to get uh, input about the 2007 vision and whether or not it has relevance in today's uh, climate. Mm. I think a lot of people believe it does. Mm -hmm. uh, there may be some things we do to make it better Mm -hmm. But I believe that uh, that uh, charrette is actually going to be happening when, I think we have some dates here. The okay. Monday, January 14th is a workshop. January 16th is another workshop. January 22nd is the third workshop. And January uh, 24th is the fourth workshop. The commitment that the council has made to making sure that the residents of Naples have ample opportunity to put input and to the assessment of the validity of the 2007 uh, vision is incredible. And 
me having this now shift from literally being on the field waiting for that line drive to come off the bat now we have a chance to take a breath and say okay where do we want to be in 25 years is very refreshing it gives me a chance to dream a little bit it gives me a chance to see how we might be able to collectively look at things from a organization standpoint and then to take another look at our internal core values because once the vision is finally finished now we've got to make some adjustments internally to make sure we're showing return on that vision to hmm. our taxpayers or if you want to use the interchangeable term our stockholders in the community hmm. Hmm. interesting excellent i appreciate it is there anything else you'd like to add about Naples or anything coming up? Or? Just, uh, you know, this is a wonderful community. Uh, it's mm-hmm. been uh, incredible to see mm-hmm. the, uh, the season really take shape. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of folks have said you need to be prepared for the swelling of the population. Well, nothing can compare you for the swelling of the population. <laughs> we're happy when our, our northern visitors come. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're sad to see them go whenever season ends, and we mm-hmm. look forward to them coming back. But we do enjoy our quiet summers mm-hmm. uh, for those yeah. of us that are hardy. And, getting and back to the parking and traffic getting issues. Getting back yeah. to the parking <laughs> and traffic and catching up on maintenance issues yeah. that are just not um, – not able, not feasibly to be done right now mm-hmm. with the amount of population that are here. Yeah. Uh, but for you know your listeners to, to know that you know we we've heard uh, a lot of your cry about traffic, transportation, water quality. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want the city of Naples to always be growing in its proficiency to deliver services, and and we're doing what we can holistically. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, we we had a staff meeting today about talking about how do we move influence for the way the city's moving forward through the organization so that the entry-level employee knows the core values of the agency just as much as the CEO and that we all agree and we're moving in one direction. And so we're beginning to strategize about those things so that we can go from being good to great, if you will, if I can uh, pick on Stephen Covey's book a little bit, and doing some of those things that that will take Naples for beyond just being a special place today, but to be a wonderful place for the future and generations yeah. to come. Yeah. Excellent. Well, I appreciate your conversation, and I will uh, talk to you later. Thank you. Take care. Thank you.